I think it would be two years this year since I did a podcast. Um, I don't know why I feel so strongly about doing one today. Maybe I'm I'm gonna end up like I think I've said this before on the podcast. I think I'm gonna end up like Bill Burr and you know one day make shitloads of money for talking about shit that I think. Because um, I know that there are a lot of people out there that have been very successful in their uh, podcast ventures that it took you know five ten years before you know it really caught on which hey when I first started it that's what I wanted I wanted organic um if I don't feel like doing it I'm not gonna do it and today's one of those days where I just want to kind of let it run completely on its own because I don't know that's just the mood I'm in um I don't know even where to begin. Uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan and Russell Brand on Joe Rogan's podcast and just couldn't stop myself from wanting to go on and talk about my thoughts on everything. Uh, I guess first and foremost, let's start with the basically what runs through my head probably once a day um i hope it's not that much but if i had to guess i'd say it's once a day with the whole you know everybody's just so obsessed about the end of the world and the way that i see it is you're either gonna one like let's there's a few examples that i think will happen for could happen i should say for humanity right number one nuclear war I just I don't know why I just don't believe that this is going to be the thing that wipes out humanity is it possible yeah sure everything's possible I mean running out of food like on interstellar because we pumped too much nitrate into the soils a real possibility too do I think that's what will end humanity no I'm leaning more towards the like technocratic you know complete deep state control of every person and everything and and every resource and I mean I was having this conversation a couple days ago about how the you know I've lived in Germany for a long time I've lived in Australia for a long time and you know everybody has this idea that Americans oh you guys are just fat and lazy and stupid and blah 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 And I know I've said it before on the podcast, but I just want to reiterate that COVID was a perfect example of how every single country on the planet got together, joined each other lockstep, and did exactly what the, you know, powers that be, quote unquote, wanted them to do. The, the only exceptions you had were places like Mexico and Colombia and Brazil. But coincidentally, and I don't think I don't think it's coincidental at all, they're cartel run states. And you've seen, in my opinion, we've seen it in the past where like am I pro cartel, drug cartel? No, of course I'm not. Not at all. The cartels are a direct, 
what's the word I'm looking for? They're they're directly responsible for millions, tens of millions probably of American deaths. So no, I'm not pro narco. I'm not pro narco state. I'm pro independent responsibility where you are responsible for yourself and you know this is a very hobbesian view of government that government is only there it only exists to protect you from someone else that's it that is the extent of government and anyway i think one of the reasons why those narco states stayed open during covid and didn't require the vaccine and blah 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 is because they they already have as Australians would say, they've roared the system, right? They already have complete control of their own system. The people are obviously disenfranchised. It's not like the average person in any of those narco states is wealthy or healthy or whatever. I mean, then again, you get, I guess you could argue healthy because they don't buy American food. Uh, the only country left that buys American food is the Chinese. So, I mean, you kind of have an argument there, I guess, but... Anyway, the point is is that they don't want their people to be upset with the rules the the uh, sorry, the the power the power, the power that be, powers that be. Um it's very similar to what in my opinion is my belief in having a monarchy because when you have a monarchy, there's only one person to blame, whereas when you have democracy, it's oh yeah, everybody's pointing the finger and I mean, this is a COVID tactic, too. I mean, you're seeing it a lot in Australia, and I'm sure you're seeing, seeing it a lot in the U.S., where it's like these people that said something for three years are all of a sudden saying that they never said it for three years, even though everything in today's world is completely uh, broadcasted and, and, and recorded. And, I mean, anybody can look up anything. So how, how they can sit there and, and pretend that we can't go back and look <laughs> at what they said. I don't know, man. I mean, it'll be interesting when, you know, the the boomer generation's on its way out. They have maybe one or two more presidents left in them. And then I'm, I'm assuming DeSantis would be Gen X. I think Trump would be, well, Trump's obviously a boomer because he's not that much younger than Biden. But, I mean, you're starting to see that, that the, the boomer generation is about to leave power and the Gen X generation is about to step in. And Gen X, in my opinion, has more in common with millennials than they do boomers. Um, and I'm curious to see if this, you know, culture transfer that we're about to have in power really starts to give us actual tangible results. I mean, once again, take this with a grain of salt because no one's going to come and save you. DeSantis isn't going to save you. Trump's not going to save you. Biden's not going to save you. Obama's not going to save you. The state is always going to save the state, and they're always going to leave you high and dry and on your own. Like, if nukes hit tomorrow, Trump's not going to come in and fly you on on his helicopter to his underground bunker or Elon Musk or any of them. And I, I think one of the scariest things that I have right now is, is this 
I'm, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this too, is that cult, like cult-like religion around Elon Musk and how he, because what? Because the left hates him now, the right has to make him their god. I just, I don't know, man. Something's just so fishy about that guy. Like they were talking, Russell Brand and Joe Rogan were talking about the cobalt mining and it's like, Elon clearly knows. <laughs> he would, I would be surprised if the fucking guy's got drone footage of it, man. Telling him to work harder, having his artificial intelligence look in there and working out how to maximize how many humans he can fit in a pit to mine his cobalt for his fucking EV cars. So I just, dude, like none of none of them are honest. None of them are going to save you. None of them care about the average person. All those people care about is power. And if you can get power through the mob, this is very Roman, this is a very Roman ideology control the mob because if you control the mob you control Rome and it's the same thing in today's world if you control the mob then you control the narrative if you control the narrative then you control the power um, but anyway the original argument that we were talking about is what the end of the world's going to look like um, I don't know I guess I'm just I, I used to have a real physiological response when people would talk about the end of the world and I'd see it on Instagram and the reels and you know how it'd make me feel and that like just constant set, uh, feeling of dread and I, I don't even want to know how much COVID and you know the last 10 years of my life when it comes to you know seeing the world for what it really is um, I really don't want to know what kind of physiological impact that's had on my body because I know it's been hard and it, it's been hard too because I know that my drinking's picked up since I've been here because ever since COVID man like lockdowns like it took off and I've just never I mean I have it's not like I'm pounding it every single night but I can tell that it's turned into a coping mechanism versus something that I do to enjoy. Um, and that's when you know something's an addiction versus an addictive thing that you like to do. Um, anyway, I just, I guess what I'm saying to anybody that listens to my podcast is that at the end of the day, no one's going to know when the end of the world's going to come, right? Nobody. Number two, Unless you're extremely well prepared, and I mean extremely, like watch the show Doomsday Preppers. Out of every single, every time I think on the show, they have what, four families or something like that? Out of, I would be very surprised if every time that show was on, one out of those four in a real world situation actually survived. And these are people that pump tens of thousands of dollars into prepping and training and the you know just everything that goes in to doing that kind of stuff i mean it is a lifestyle it is a hobby it is all consuming and i think that you can put as much effort as you want into it and it just is what it is it's like d-day like you it, does, it didn't matter how much fucking training you had on d-day did it I mean, yeah, if you were lucky enough to hit the fucking beach and start going up the hill, 
I mean, then the training probably would have helped and it would have increased your likelihood of living. But when you're sitting in a fucking tin bucket on your way to a beach and a guy's sitting in a machine gun nest, like, that's luck. There's, there's no skill involved in making it from the boat to the beach. And that's how, if, you know, the powers that be get their way and they get their doomsday, that's how it's going to be. It's going to be like 90% fucking luck. So a guy that's waiting at a bus stop on his way to his insurance job has just as much of a chance of surviving the doomsday, the cataclysmic event as some guy who put, you know, 50 grand into a shipping container in his backyard. I, I just, like, don't worry about it. And I don't remember who it was, but I know that there's a, I saw it the other day, there's a Roman philosopher that used to say, if you're having emotions about something that hasn't happened yet, it's just a complete waste of your time because you're making your body experience something that hasn't happened. And that's how I feel about all this doomsday shit and the, all these fucking people with the second coming and blah, blah, blah. Do I think the second coming could happen? Do I think it's near? I don't. I, who am I to say? Everybody goes on there and like, oh, here's all these things that I found in the, you know, coincidences and blah 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 and it's like dude no the revelation says no one will know bottom line so just stop worrying about it and i mean if it does happen then great you know then the suffering humanity can can end what's wrong with that shouldn't i don't know none of this stuff should be anything that you fear i feel like you know the whole good versus bad and blah 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 like Ross says there is no good there is no bad there only is and the more that we get caught up in this you know left versus right and good versus bad and war versus peace and blah 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 it's like we're just casting that reality out over and over and over and over and I'm not not saying do nothing I just think people have a hard time understanding that you can change the universe by having a conversation with a stranger just as much as you, as you can if you're Donald Trump and you sign something into a bill. Now, for a lot of people, that sounds stupid, but, I mean, the universe just doesn't work that way, man. The universe is, like, God is, is mysterious. You don't understand how it works. I don't understand how it works. It's not the point. And the people that are hardcore into spirituality that listen to me like oh well you know like you're in control and manifestation and but dude you are in a third density human body it is pathetic <laughs> like i i should say pathetic because like everything of creation is perfect and it's a miracle and blah 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 i'm not saying i shouldn't say that what i should say is that you're you're not ill adept is that the word i'm looking for you're not you're not really in a position where you can be controlling things like the external universe yet. It's it's infantile. You're in a very infantile creation that is supposed to be out there and touching things and smelling things and tasting things and really getting experiences for the first time versus you know trying to uh, uh, change matter with the mind. 
you know, so, I don't know, I think that's the mainstay of my message today, is just, relax, man, relax, live life, enjoy those that you love, take time for yourself, appreciate, I feel like, I don't, I don't care, because this is a real obsession in the spiritual community, in my opinion, is this obsession with, well, you can't drink, and you can't smoke, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and this, and I don't think that God puts you on earth and says, here's all these things, and I don't want you to do any of them because they're bad for you. I'm not saying that it needs to become, like I've said earlier, once it starts to become you're doing it just to do it versus enjoying it, then that's different. Um, I just think there's something to be said, and I, you know, I can speak for myself in this at least, which, I mean, that's pretty much all I can speak for is myself, but when you go through life every day, and you take time to appreciate whether it be the weather or the animals or you know the birds chirping or other people out having a good time or you know just all those little sets of appreciation end up bleeding into your life in in multiple ways it's very bountiful because you're viewing creation as bountiful so then bountiful is being returned to you and I think that when you, well, two things. One, I think that when you worry about the end of the world and stuff like that, then you're, like I've said, you're casting that back into reality. And two, at the end of the day, my biggest problem with all that stuff is the money. These people make so much fucking money talking about how the world's going to end. You know, like, I love Russell Brand. I think that he has great content. Anomaly, another one. Great content. You know, I can keep going. I mean, even Joe Rogan to an extent. Like, whatever his, his best podcasts are the ones where he talks to people about how fucked the world is. Which, yeah, guys, the, the world is fucked. I completely agree. But at the end of the day, without, I mean... I don't know. What would you even do if you were Joe? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm sus to the fact that I, I'm not sure guys like him truly want change. I mean, he makes a lot of money from things being fucked up. Um, I guess that's unfair of me to say of him because, you know, I don't know him as a person. I don't know him as a human being. But I don't. I, maybe it's not so much that I don't think that. I don't think that he's a bad person. I just don't think that maybe he understands the amount of power he truly has. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, point is, is that um, a lot of there's a lot of money to be made and all that stuff, and take it all with a grain of salt. Um, I mean that being said, let me talk about how I think <laughs> the world's fucked. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I knew that 2023 was going to be kind of a weird year energetically. It's been a very weird year for me energetically. Um, I think it's kind of like a breather. Uh, a lot of people are saying 2025 is when shit's really going to pop off. I, I'm starting to think that that might be true. Um, 
I mean, what do we talk about? If we're going to talk about news, it's like, what's the news? Like I said, people saying, oh, fucking COVID wasn't that bad. And we lied about, <laughs> we lied about everything. And guys like me that did a podcast two years were right about everything. And all, hey, no one's going to knock on my door and say, hey, David, thanks for being so right about COVID. You trusted your gut. You looked up the facts. We really appreciate it. So I, I just, I don't see how any of that stuff is helpful. Like, people are either going to really, I mean, the I, I really liked what Joe said today about how people are just done with institutions. And I really hope that's true. I really hope humanity's gotten to a point where we're starting to see that, you know, cert, certified people by the government are full of fucking shit. Whether that be... And by the way, here's your disclaimer. You got to put your disclaimer out there. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm just saying I'm a little skeptical. That's all. I'm just a little skeptical of people who, you know, we saw it during COVID. And now now exactly what I said's happened. They've said, oh, yeah, if you fucking had an adverse reaction from the jab, it's the doctor's fault. It's like, yeah, but the doctors had to prescribe it because the TGA said that they were going to pull their license. So there you go. There's licensing for you. Every time they say the word license, that means privilege. That means you have the privilege to do it if you do what they say. Now, do I think that licensing as a whole is stupid? No, I think there are instances where, yeah, you want people to be sort of verified and vetted before they get into, you know, powerful positions, like, for example, a lawyer. But at the same time, you're naive to think that you can't then control what you think healthcare is or what you think law is. You know, a lot of people, and I'm not going to get into this at all, because I'm by, by no means an expert, um... I'll just toss the breadcrumbs there for people that want to go down that rabbit hole. But uh, if you really get into what's legal versus lawful, you will start to understand that there's like constitutional law, which is you as a human being, and then there's everything else, which is like civil, USC code, blah, 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 blah. And really what a lot of it falls falls back on is is maritime law, which is... Why, if you go to very prevalent places in the world of political power, they'll all be worshipping Neptune. Or Saturn, I guess, right? Saturn would be Neptune. Yeah, no. Nep- Neptune. Would Saturn? I'm curious about that now. I wonder what planet Saturn would be if it's not... Because Neptune's the ocean. So surely that's Neptune the planet. I don't know, whatever. Like I said, that's breadcrumbs for you guys to work out. I just know that it's like anything else. Once you understand how those mechanisms work, you know, you can you can change how you interact with the system as a whole. And the state is always going to try and... I mean, come on, guys. Like, we know how cops work. The state is always going to intimidate you before they incriminate you. So if they incriminate you, they're going to intimidate you. And if they're intimidating you, they're going to incriminate you. 
So if that's something that you get into where you start looking into legal, lawful, you know, uh, what's the word they always use, sovereign citizen type stuff, then, you know, that's what you got to pay attention to is exactly what's being said, by whom, who's in power, who holds control. Well, technically God holds control, which is why all laws go back to the Bible. Um, but... I mean, the one, I guess one of the most empowering things that I learned from all that stuff is that at the end of the day, guys, you are a human being. You are not a name. You are not a social security number. You are a living human being. And you truly do have power, whether that be with the system or yourself or the universe, or the planet Earth, or whatever. You always hold more power than what you've been taught to believe. And I guess that goes into the whole appreciation thing as well, is that the more that you appreciate, the more that you look for life's bounties, the more life's bounties will find you. Um, I had something else I wanted to add on to that, and I can't remember. And I just want to keep letting it ride. I really don't want to start and stop like I do sometimes. Uh, it's gone. Oh well. Um, anyway. Besides that, it's like, I don't know. All I could think is, well, if Russell Brand's in the U.S. and they wouldn't let Djokovic in, I guess Russell got the vaccine in the end, didn't he? Or he found a loophole. I mean, maybe he's a dual... Ah! That's what it is. I bet you he's a dual citizen. Sneaky, sneaky. I didn't even think of that. I bet you that's what it is. Because I highly doubt he would have gotten it. Not after all that time of basically calling the vaccine companies out. He was like one of the few people that I would say, you know, left of the spectrum, left of center. Um... He was one of the few that was on that page from the get-go. Which is crazy. There should have been more of them, you know. The left has always been the champion of personal freedom and human rights. And all of a sudden, it just all went out the window. Um, so what other news? I don't know. The astrologer that I follow says the war with Russia will end this year. I don't know how true that is. Um... I don't think it's what people think where it's like, oh yeah, they're getting their ass kicked and fucking Ukrainian farmers are <laughs> winning. Like, nah, dude. I highly doubt that. Russia... Russia's not stupid. It's very American to think everybody other than the United States military is smart. Or, sorry, stupid. We're the only ones that are smart. It's definitely not true. At the end of the day, we're all human. We all have intelligence. 48 Laws of Power, I believe. Never underestimate your opponent. I wouldn't mind giving that book another read. Um, what else is in the news? I don't know, man. It's been a pretty quiet year. That's why, I, that's why I think they're doing it on purpose. It's like they want everything to be quiet so that people forgot how fucking close they were <laughs> to having complete and utter control with a virus that was like I will say it's worse than the cold because I had it, but 
in all actuality, if you take very simple preventative steps and, and you know, really get on top of it, if you, if you start feeling ill, you're going to be completely 100% fine. Like, even the melatonin thing. If I would have just known the melatonin thing when I had Delta, Delta would have been night and day to deal with. Because that was definitely one of the sickest times I've ever... Like, one of the sickest times I've ever been. One of the one of the worst times I've ever been sick. I don't know. Whatever. However you want to word it. That was definitely... That was, that was brutal, man. I could still remember that. In my mind's eye, I couldn't see it. I was, like, completely just utterly destroyed. And I never feel like that. Which, to be fair, I mean, I had... What was the one they that everybody got? Omicron. I got Omicron too, and that's why I lost my taste and smell. Haven't been sick since, so I guess that's a good sign. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I just think it's gonna be a quiet news year because they want everybody, especially people that didn't get the jab, to kind of like relax. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't want us all wound up again because. You know, you're starting to see, like, heads... And I said that from the beginning. Heads will roll. It'll just take five years. So, and when you're... When you have to wait five years, you know... It's like someone being raped and telling them, Oh, well, this guy's gonna go to prison at his sentencing. He'll go to prison for 25 years. It's like, yeah, well, that doesn't really help now, does it? The damage is still done. Um, anyway, I don't know. Like, progressivism, wokeism, they're just going to double down. It'll get worse this year. I don't know. There's something to be learned from all that stuff, too, I guess. Like, you know, I can say for me personally, it did make me examine, like, like how often am I in wounded masculine? And if you haven't heard these terms before, it's like divine masculine, wounded masculine, divine feminine, wounded feminine. Um like the whole gender rolling stuff and there's a lot in that that I think you know humans definitely needed to look at but I think that you know the pendulum now that it's swung so hard in one way has to swing in the other so I think this will be the apex of the wokeism and then you'll start seeing it pull back a bit I'm hoping that a lot of these people wake up to the fact that, dude, you're not fighting a cultural war when you're sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> like, if McDonald's and Coke and Pepsi and everybody, Costco, Walmart, if they're changing their logos to the pride flag, like, bro, you're no longer the, the revolutionary that you think you are. Trust me. Um, anyway... I would look out for, uh, I guess I can do predictions, because who knows how long I'll be on, or how long I'll be before I'm back on here. I think, prediction number one, I think someone, I don't know if it'll be Fauci, I think it'll be someone, though. Someone's going to get in serious shit for COVID. They're going to have to give the state something, because that's how the state operates. So I would look out for that. Number two, oh, I should say that. Number two, I would be very wary of if you know anybody who's gotten it because the more I talk to people the more I hear about adverse reactions and like everybody keeps telling me the same thing oh well they got it a long time ago like what the fuck is a long time ago when you put something in your body <laughs> like 
That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, well, it was a long time ago. They got the jab a year ago. It can't be the jab. Like, yeah, it fucking can, dude. They said it wouldn't alter your DNA. It alters DNA. They said it wouldn't enter your organs. It enters your organs. Like, everything they said that it wouldn't do, it does. So, yes, I do believe that it's going to get worse before it gets better for the people that got the jab. Obviously not everybody. I don't think everybody's going to be deathly ill because they got it. But I think a lot of people are going to get worse before they get better. Um, What else? I think that politics-wise in the United States, I don't know. It's kind of business as usual. I'll see how some of these new senators and whatnot play out. I feel like there's a couple good ones in there right now, but we'll see if they stay good. Uh, DeSantis is currently favored by the bookies. To win the presidency, which I think is spot on. I don't know how the fuck anybody can vote for Joe Biden again. And I think for Republicans, you know, I, I don't know. I saw that thing about how Soros said he likes DeSantis. Like, guys, have you ever thought that that was just like typical CIA? Say you like him so that everybody thinks that he's on your side so that all of his would-be supporters flee him and go back to Trump? I just, I mean, I, after COVID, I don't know how anybody can back Trump. I, I really don't. I'll never forgive him for that. Like, I guess he didn't outright do what, for example, Scott Morrison did in Australia. Although Scott Morrison basically did the same thing. He's like, well, it's up to the states. <laughs> so, I mean, and like here, border shut, border closures and blah, 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 blah. But to be fair, Biden was the one that put the vaccine mandate on. So, I don't know. I, I just... I said it on the podcast, and I'll say it again. Anybody that was pro-COVID, man, I don't care who they are. I don't care if you like them, don't like them, whatever. Just be wary. Just be very wary of them. Especially if they were in politics. Because you, I don't know if Americans have seen it, but a couple of British uh, ministers got in trouble because they were talking to each other about when they were going to release like the new variant in the news like basically leaked to the news oh there's a new variant and they were laughing about putting people in hotel quarantine and you know oh we didn't lock them up they went there they went in there at their own free will ha 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 you know so i don't know we'll see so that's politics um earth wise i think uh La Nina and El Nino are about to swap. So the U.S., you're about to get cold, and Australia is about to get really hot. Um, I think that we'll be waiting for climate change for another 100 years, but it won't matter because we're going to keep building electric cars and taxing the fuck out of anybody who doesn't drive an electric car. Um... Other than that, I don't know. Life's good. I don't really want to get into my personal life right now, but trying to find my way, trying to figure things out. Uh, hopefully in the future, you know, we can talk more about it on the podcast. But uh, for the time being, I just kind of want to keep it to myself and see where things go. Uh, hold on. Now I will have to stop it. Hold on. Oop. 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 How do I do it? There we go. Got it. Uh, Anyway, I wonder if you guys can hear it in the background. 
Yeah, you can. So, there you go. Turn it down. Uh, anyway, so that's it. Um, love y'all. Hope you're doing well. Almost hit 100 listens on my last episode. That's going to be quite the uh, achievement once it hits over 100. Um, but yeah. Hope I come back before two years. <laughs> anyway, guys. Gotta use the exit slogan now. Ready? Set? Stay wise. Stay watchful. Woo! <laughs>